Please listen carefully. And now, live from the attic that smells like a basement in McKinney, Texas, it's the Assuming Positions Podcast, featuring four left feet performing a tango of trivia, Kevin and Mikey. Hey everybody, welcome to the Assuming Positions Podcast. Kevin over here. And Mikey over here. And today we're doing a roundtable reassumption of Predator 2. I wish I could make the Predator noise. I do it right here. No, <laughs> that's not bad. Uh, I'll work on it. Mikey's here. I'm here. Not Scott is here. Good to be with you. And we just got through watching Predator 2. We did. Head over to the Patreon if you want to hear us watch it. We actually recorded ourselves watching it, and you can find that on the Patreon page. There you go. So, Predator 2, before we start, where were you coming at this movie from? Like, origin story for Predator 2. Yeah, for you. So, this came out in 1990. Yeah. Uh, which means I was seven when it came out. Uh-huh. But I don't think I saw it when it was released. Uh-uh. No. <laughs> If I did, then that's a failing of my parents. But no, they were good people. This is like a middle school Mikey. This is one of those go to Blockbuster, get it on VHS, watch it Friday mm-hmm. night with the with the boys over some pizzas. Yeah. Kind of like how we did this evening. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so I probably saw this in middle school on a rental for the weekend movie. I am pretty sure I saw this in 1990. Maybe? I wouldn't have been old enough to get in the theater. So I, maybe I saw it or soon after. I must have got it on right after when it came out on VHS. I got you. So it might have been 91. I don't know how how long stuff took back then to go out on VHS. About a year, right? Uh, about that, yep. So I probably saw it in 91. And I th- think that might have been the last time I saw it. <laughs> <laughs> because I was watching this and being like, I only remember some of this. Like I didn't have hard memories of it. I got you. So maybe I saw it more than once, but... I probably hadn't seen this movie in a good 25 years, at least. Fair enough. At least. I mean, I'd definitely seen it recently. I mean, within the last 25 years, but <laughs> probably not in the last five or 10 years. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I uh, I remember seeing it the first time and thinking, oh, you know, it's never good when the original people don't come back for the sequel. <laughs> Which is the case for this. We don't have anybody, because the whole reason we're watching Predator 2 is because we're going through the Predator franchise. We've done Prey, we've done the first Predator, but now we're on Predator 2, and like Scott's saying, there is no returning cast member. Not a one. But there were supposed to be. There's one cameo. We get the the girl that survived the first Predator. She shows up for a quick second. But that's just just on on a photograph. Well, no, technically the guy who played the Predator is back. Oh, that's true. So. Kevin Peter Hall, the great yeah. Kevin Peter Hall. Yeah, not fully true. <laughs> but you said some uh, people were supposed to come back. Yes, the uh, Gary Busey role in this movie was meant to be played by Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, that wasn't. That's st- not what I heard on the interwebs. <laughs> it's not. Uh-oh. We got no, disputes. I had I had read on the internet that it was Keys was going to go visit. Dutch in the hospital who was suffering from radiation sickness Okay, after having been exposed. Uh-huh. So it was Dutch's account to Peter Keyes, who Keyes now can go and finish so, the job. So it only would have been a cameo? I guess. Okay. I suspect that some version of both of these stories is true. <laughs> yeah, we, we found conflicting... Uh... Well, I mean, I, I mean, honestly, I could see a, a situation when they're like, Hey, Arnold, will you do this movie where you're key? No, I won't do the movie. <laughs> give me more money. And they were like, no, what if you just do this? Yep. No, give me more money. Oh, I see. I see what you're saying. I think I think both things could be true. Yeah, both things could be true. Either way would have worked out. It would have been cool to have the whole like radiation sickness play in because like, that's how the first one ended up. So that would have been an awesomely justified cameo. And had Arnold been the actual Gary Busey role, it probably would have explained the like confrontation between Gary Busey and Danny Glover so yeah. much because that just sort of happens in this movie. They're just, I mean, I get it that it's feds versus cops, but they're just sort of automatically angry right, at each yeah. other. Maybe we should tell everybody Predator 2 came out in 1990 and it stars Danny Glover, Gary Busey, Mary Kachita Alonzo, Bill Paxton, 
And then there's a whole bunch of other people you may or may not recognize in there. <laughs> you guys recognized a whole bunch more faces than I did. Yeah. The craziest one is that Jane from Firefly is in this. I know. It, I was cruising through uh, IMDb right before we started, and I was like, Adam Baldwin was in this movie? <laughs> did you guys know that? All right, we're going to play Find the Baldwin. Yeah, he's uh, he's there. And we almost missed it. Kevin gets points for spotting him. The first time. But, but then he, he shows up a bunch more. But he's so baby-faced and young. Yeah. Everybody in this movie. like, I know that Danny Glover gets the bit of always being too old for whatever crap they put it in. And he has he, he's that role again in this, but he looks so fresh faced from the Danny Glover uh, like I've seen most recently. Yeah, <laughs> it's amazing what a little just for men can do. <laughs> the film was meant to be set ten years after the Predator One, mm-hmm. so that makes it nineteen ninety seven. So it's a near future movie. And while they don't totally like lean into like, hey, this is the future, they do a few little things. That are interesting choices. Yes. Choosing minivans for the Los Angeles Police Department. Minivans are the car of the future. Yeah. <laughs> they were real sleek looking, though. And um, everyone having strangely tactical weapons. <laughs> like they just took weapons from 1989, 1990, and went to the Star Wars bash kit and threw some like stuck some parts on there. Parts and scopes and. Mary Kachita Alonzo's gun looks like it has like a level, like a laser level on it or something. Yeah, it's not just one cool gadget attached on there. It, they're all kitted out. That's right. <laughs> it's uh, set in Los Angeles in the future. Everything has, it's basically turned into, well, Los Angeles of the future. <laughs> they got it right. They did get it right. It's a horrible, like war-torn urban jungle. It is. Yeah, yeah, but needs more homeless people for it to really be accurate to today. I think they might all be dead. All the homeless people are dead. No, yeah. there's still lots of homeless people in and California. They're, they're, they're actually called experiencing homelessness, Scott. Oh, excuse me. I'm, you're right. Yes. My apologies. I apologize. Homeless people anymore. To those who are offended. But they did predict By public- experiencing homelessness. <laughs> the movie did predict public transport, though. Kevin and I were having a little conflict over this because I was like, LA has trains and stuff like that. I was like with that. Kevin on it this. It didn't though. have a subway. It still doesn't have a subway, I don't think. But the transport they show in futuristic Los Angeles does kind of exist in our current world. What, subway? Yeah, they've had subways <laughs> since forever. There you go. They had subways in New York in like the 19th century. I meant in Los but Angeles. In Los oh, in Los, I still don't think there's a subway system in Los Angeles. I know that Elon Musk was digging a big hole in the <laughs> For ground. For hyperloop, yeah. Because yeah. he's got a boring company. Yeah. Uh-huh. Huh. That's like a, That's a joke boring company. It's not very interesting. They that in. It was sly, wasn't it? Yeah, it's not very interesting. But they make flamethrowers. It can't be boring. <laughs> so, instead of the first movie taking place in the jungle, we are in a war zone, like Kevin was saying. An urban jungle. Drawn to heat. Conflict. I do like it, though. They do the same setup as the first movie. It's like, you're right in it. In the first movie, it's like, we have this mission in the jungle. We gotta go get people out. Let's go. And then bullets start flying. We don't even get any sort of setup on this one. It's just Danny Glover peels out in his car, shows up, and just starts firing. Yeah, there's, just a, starts there's a gang war. Well, but actually, this is right. just the Colombian cartel versus the LAPD. In a usual Tuesday, it seems. And Morton Downey, Jun- Downey Jr. is there for some reason. <laughs> wearing a bathrobe. <laughs> was he wearing a bathrobe? It sure looked like a bathrobe to me. <laughs> No, he was in his, his street journalism paparazzi clothes. Yeah, that's right. Because he's part of the futuristic news channel Hardcore News. Hardcore News. That does scoreboards with murder counts. Oh, my gosh. It's so funny that, I mean, Scotty and I were definitely, we're like, Martin Downey Jr. Like, that guy was huge, huge right yeah. then when this movie came out. He was, I remember kind he of was huge. after the local news, you get the Morton Downey Jr. show, yeah, and he, he was, was obnoxious. He was huge. And it's just funny and how. he smoked. Yeah, he smoked constantly. I think he died of lung cancer for, for reals. But it's so funny when you have someone like that who was just so huge at the time and you remember how huge he was. But like if my kids watched this thing, they wouldn't even no idea. think wouldn't, it was a character. Wouldn't move the radar. Yeah. It didn't move the radar for me. I you mean move the were... needle? No. Move didn't... the radar. Move the needle. <laughs> Perhaps be, radar. Be on their or radar? Needle. 
On the radar. Oh, I did just smash two together. Didn't I? <laughs> you mixed on the radar and moved the needle together. I, was, I, was I, back I actually realized that as I said it, but I was hoping no one would call me out, but I can always count on you, Kev. Yes. <laughs> I will always call you. Mikey out. had my back, though. <laughs> I, was, I was right there with you. We were making a thing. We were making. <laughs> move a radar. Radar dish moves around and stuff. <laughs> we were making fetch happen. Uh. <laughs> Oh, so all right. Hold yeah. on, hold on. Right, let me let me just let me just stop down here because this yeah. is my first problem. Because yeah. right during this scene, you get predator vision, right? Yeah. Yes. How hot is it here in the city? It's 190 it's degrees. Hot, it takes great pains to establish how freaking hot it is yeah. in the city. Mm-hmm. What's the temperature of the human body? Ninety-eight point six. If it's healthy, if a predator's looking down <laughs> in a hundred nine degree environment, yeah, and he's seeing in heat vision infrared, okay. Would it really look like that? I don't know. I have the answer for you, though. Here, here's the reason it works. Because it's alien technology. Because reasons. Mm-hmm. Because okay. alien reasons. It's not It's not infrared. It's human mammalian infrared? <laughs> no, it's it's infrared, but I, I think it's smart alien technology that compensates for the environment that it's in. It's infrared. There you go. Infrared. I don't All know. right, I guess. Maybe he, like, yeah, Mikey's right. Maybe he, like, sets it to, like, exterior temperature. He has, he has different filters. Yeah. We learned that. He yeah, has Snapchat right. filters on his yeah, helmet. He has Valencia. And, and Murtaugh picks up that it's the lights that he can see. Hefe. <laughs> Sorry, we're not there yet. And, oh, it's all good. And that, that whole thing bothered pro. me, too. I'm going to bring it up now because we're on the helmet talk anyway. That shouldn't have happened. So his helmet comes off at the third act of this movie, right? Mm-hmm. And he still sees an infrared. He I know. still sees in the full infrared. Without right. his helmet. Oops. That shouldn't work. No, it shouldn't work. Even if you do have all those fancy filters. Right. Uh, <laughs> just means they were going for cool effect. Yeah. Or they just forgot. <laughs> <laughs> or they had done the special effects simultaneously with the movie and no one told them that happened. Or do they, I don't think they explicitly show that the helmet is the infrared. Oh, it is. What if he has a heads-up display in his eyeballs? <laughs> I know he, he doesn't, but... Cybernetic <laughs> eyeballs! I'm trying my best to defend this this love Listen, of a movie. Cybernetic eyeballs cannot have the kind of emotion that he had right before his arm got lopped <laughs> off. That was an impressive shot of surprised alien that eyeballs. That was surprised alien eyeballs. He was like, oh, crap, he's going to do that. <laughs> Yeah, Danny Glover comes running into the the scene where the the firefight's going down, mm-hmm. and he's like, the funny part to me, I remember when we we're watching it, is like he gets out, and of course he's hiding behind doors because in Hollywood doors are all bulletproof, <laughs> and then he promptly rips the door off of his car so he can coolly lean out of it while he like drives up to save the down cops. Yes, and, <laughs> and then the Colombians run away for some reason. <laughs> They had to rearm. They were at ammo. Oh, yeah. They had to rearm and get some cocaine up their nose. They had to grab a fistful uh, of coke. Yeah, they had to pull a quick Scarface. They knew it was going down, so they and had to level up. We could see uh, Danny Glover's arsenal trunk. With his guns all perfectly laid out that didn't move at all in the ensuing chaos. And he has his special uh, sawed-off shotgun up under. <laughs> He's a special place for that one. Velcro that up under the trunk. And under, his, the, under the lid. And his action slacks. Action slacks. His woolen burlap beats. pants. Yeah. <laughs> Throughout this whole movie. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they say it's 109. Most everyone is sweaty in this, but Danny Glover's the sweatiest <laughs> of everybody. And I'm convinced that he's sweaty because all his clothes look like they're made out of double thick burlap. <laughs> or <laughs> it's the roughest, thickest, itchiest cloth. Yeah, I got ever. itchy just watching it. I know. No. He was so sweaty, and they go out of their way to be like, "L.A. is really hot right now." It's like Danny Glover, you should hey, made a labor the point that it's hot. It's like, can you shouldn't you just dress a little like cooler? They oh, even like. show him change clothes, and he seems like he puts on warmer clothes. <laughs> <laughs> but it was a great a- bit. I thought I thought we had topped out with Brad being mad about haircuts, but Kevin being <laughs> mad about warm about clothing is I think lab, just clothing. on Danny Glover. He was the only one. <laughs> And I'm sorry, if you're going to sweat through a suit jacket... Yeah. I know, right? That's, yeah, that's just silly. I have never been that committed to a, to a fashion craze, to sweat through a suit jacket. <laughs> you know you got problems when. Right. Question for the table. Yeah. Just in general, Danny Glover as an action movie star. Uh-huh. Like, I buy the tool for this crap. I buy the stubbornness and the perseverance. 
But he he see he always seems so awkward when he has to do action stuff. <laughs> You're so right. Remember when he like came on the roof or whatever, and he was like swinging left, swinging right, swinging forward. He he looked so uncomfortable. He looked. <laughs> he just there was no tactical anything there. When you when you go back and watch a movie like this, because yeah. this is how they all were yeah, in the nineties. True. It makes you really appreciate. The artistry of like Keanu Reeves and John Wick, yeah, who really true. dedicates to moving tactically, and you believe the movement. It's true. And I think we're a little spoiled. No, you're by right. Modern Absolutely. tactical movement, right. and they they pay more attention to that. But yes, his movement with a gun is so uh, rigid. <laughs> it's it, uh, it's very robotic, and yeah, it's it's not good, not natural at all. As someone who was watching through. The <laughs> the Night Rider series, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'd have to agree with you. Absolutely, there's a lot of a, a lot of movements that the coolest guy I thought ever, David Hasselhoff, was doing was like, oh, that looks that looks really awkward and dumb. You're tall and gangly, and <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, but you're right because middle school me was definitely not bothered by any of no. this, but watching it now, I'm like, ugh, <laughs> has not aged well. That's a little janky. <laughs> I love you, Danny Glover, but they def- definitely did some quick editing in some scenes to be like, oh, yeah, you definitely made that jump. <laughs> I uh, I struggled with uh, Danny Glover as an action star. Yeah. <laughs> I think this movie suffered. It didn't really didn't really have a real star lead, I guess. I mean, yeah, I guess yeah, Danny yeah. Glover and Gary Busey were big at the time. Mm-hmm. But, like, compared to Arnold... It was originally, exactly. from what I've seen, and Scott might disagree from the <laughs> stuff he said. We went to do different websites, but from what I've seen, the uh, the original idea, yep, they wanted to have Patrick Swayze in the Danny Glover role, oh, and Arnold Schwarzenegger in the Gary Busey role. That I, I could see that more. Yeah, Patrick Swayze with steroids. No, Patrick's... Well, no, he needs steroids. The Predator movie needs steroids. Danny Glover That's didn't have any steroids. I did not. Danny no. Glover had cat bod. Yeah, when he's completed pants. He never missed a donut. <laughs> yeah, there was a severe lack of steroids in this movie. There yeah. was, compared to the first one, yeah. very lack of steroids. Except in the Jamaican gang guys. I think yeah. they had there a was lot a bit, going and on. And El Scorpio. Yeah. He he did enough cocaine to take down a small army, and he, <laughs> he just it got him amped up. Uh, speaking of uh, Gary Busey, who what would you guys think of Gary Busey? And I thought that this was him healthy and not brain damaged, but apparently <laughs> this was after his motorcycle. I read it was his first movie after the the big motorcycle accident. But how many motorcycles did he have? Though I think he had more after that too. I'm not sure. I I don't know about the accidents. I know about the mug shots. There are a couple out there. I just there's a and I forget where I hear it. I've I've heard it, but there's like this drop of Doctor Drew from the Doctor Drew, like uh, he did that celebrity rehab or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And there's this drop of him saying he's saying like, I think that Gary's multiple wrecks has affect his decision making or something like that. <laughs> so it's the like multiple wrecks thing. I think he might have crashed more than multiple one. concussions. Yeah, yeah, can have that effect. You can't tell in this though. It no, seems no, like yeah. he's peak Busey. Yeah. Before all the, I mean, he still has that crazy look in his eye. Yeah, but he's not doing that teeth grinding thing <laughs> that he started doing and stuff. He's still giving Danny the crazy eyes, though. Like yeah. I said, they have beef, like from the word go, and yeah. it's uh, they say it in the story. It's that uh, the feds are taking over, so they're butting heads on the case. But even then, it's like but, be on the same team. But why? Yeah, well, that's I didn't why, understand the why, and that's why if he was Dutch, the why would make sense. I guess you know. And it would explain, like, Gary Busey is the one that knows all the Predator stuff that we come to find right. out later. He's the one that really is the only one that knows what they're up against. Because they're supposed to not be real DE agents. They're fake DE agents. They're from some other unit or whatever. They're from the Harry Potter yeah, unit. They're from the Deathly Hallows. They're from the Deathly Hallows unit, right? <laughs> it's the little symbol he's got on his tie. I know. They have little Deathly Hallows symbols on their there's, shirts and ties and stuff. There's that cartoon Gravity Falls. They play around with oh, that yeah. symbol, too, and they, they make Illuminati jokes. So. Right. Maybe it is. Maybe they were going to tie it into something weird in the three, Illuminati. and then they lost the thread. Yeah, maybe. But it makes so much sense. After I read that, you know, I was like, oh, if that character was was Dutch, posing as a DEA agent just so he could get close to the Predator, <laughs> so he could take him out. Yep. It so makes so much sense. That would have been better. Yeah. I would have fixed it. Like, he starts, like, becoming a Predator of Predators. 
<laughs> it would have made tons of sense. There you go. But uh, he wanted to do, what is this, 90? What was he doing in 90? Was he doing Twins? Oh, this is... Or is this Kindergarten Cop era? Or is that later? Kindergarten Cop era, Terminator era. Like, oh. this is still height of Arnold. Yeah. Scotty was telling me earlier, and I think this play, like, I think the main factor that Arnold wasn't in here was because of the. Arnold wanted a bunch of money, which he deserved because he was Arnold's Mr. Fun. Universe. <laughs> but this movie was made, what was it, four weeks? Four weeks, and four weeks in editing. Four weeks in editing, eight four weeks, weeks schedule. Eight weeks to make this movie on a budget of like 20 million, I think. Most of which went to the crew, and they couldn't pay Arnold. So that's why you get Danny Glover and Gary Busey. But holy crap! Directed by Stephen Hopkins, who did what, Nightmare on Elm Street? Yeah, yeah. I have to say that the one thing that I really enjoyed about this movie overall... What's that? ...was the the way it was shot, the cinematography of it. Absolutely. The the angles, the lighting, the subway scene I thought was really cool. Mm-hmm. Kind of remind me of how, like, in that hallway scene in the Batman movie, <laughs> Darth Vader and the... Uh, oh, absolutely. Rogue One. Yep. That kind of like, hopefully you don't have, uh, she put a seizure warning at the beginning of this movie. <laughs> if you are disturbed by flashing lights and blood raves a la Blade. You said that during the blood, I didn't see blood rave in the subway at all. I was. It's just that 90s, like, you get to see all the action through the flashes of the lights. Like, all the movements happen when the strobe is on and then it's yeah. just shaky camera moves when it's off. They did that, that happened in that opening scene of Blade. Yeah, there was a lot of, there a lot of stuff that was cool, but then like some of the- there was that whole scene where the Danny character snuck back in to the crime scene. <laughs> yes, he and, went He went to the, the Colombian cartel's penthouse. Yeah, and he wanted to see if the quote-unquote DEA agents got the spear tip that they had seen earlier. The mm-hmm. dart. And they hadn't, so he went up to get it and went up to get it <laughs> and went up to get it and went up to get it. Yeah, you were really bothered up to by get that. It, but it was And tense. went up to get it, it and was went up really to get it. <laughs> It was te- it was building. It was Kevin. not built. It was not building. It was tense. It was. It. I didn't feel it the was tension. Precarious. He I had to get up there. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't he feel. Could fall, it. it was a little slippery because all the blood on the floor. I'm with you. It, I think it was meant to build tension because they do that a couple times in this movie. That's the whole point. Like, yeah, that's a point of a predator movie. Is you don't see him for most of the time. You mm. just sense that he's there and there's tension. For certain scenes, it doesn't work. Like, yeah. Like for, this one. It it doesn't work here at all. I looking for evidence at the crime scene. Yeah, it's in the dark and you're undercover and you might get caught and that's a little tense, but they take forever. Yeah. For all the hassle I give you, Kevin, you're you're spot on with that. It's <laughs> and then it smash cut and smash cut to the time that Danny Glover's in the alley and gets captured and he's like, Oh, by the way, we captured you right next to our base. <laughs> How convenient. I explain that to you, why it works. <laughs> it doesn't work. It absolutely... Okay, why are they there? Why is the base there? They're watching... The, they're they're doing surveillance on the Predator. They're tracking the Predator. Why is Danny Glover there? Looking for the Predator. He's tracking the Predator. Yeah, okay. They but, tracked him to the same place. Yes, but, like, it's just funny that... Okay, they got on the right corner of the block. Exactly. Yeah, that's a little circumstantial. Like, they don't show Danny Glover, like... He's looking at rooftops while he's driving. Like, he's just sort of going wild. Like, it doesn't look like he has a plan. And he crashes through a steel fence, and it just happens to be the spot where the other team is doing their surveillance. It's just, it makes sense. It's it's totally possible. It's just really convenient. <laughs> Maybe that's why the other team was there, because the base is there. Yeah, I, I <laughs> they guess. They are there to, st- yeah. I get it, but also... the can't pre- believe you're making me def- defend this movie. <laughs> yeah. But you think the Predator would have noticed them coming in and out of the, the place right <laughs> yeah, now. They weren't quiet. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? But whatever. Yeah, it's a couple little loopholes in it. But I say that is because they spent so much time making the Predator in this movie look so cool and yeah. act so cool. I like the Predator in the first one, but uh, truth be told, I saw Predator 2 first. So this Predator is my Predator. Oh. And that may be why Mikey's I have a bias predator. toward it. But we get to see him a whole bunch more in this movie. We get to see his cool weapons. He has a giant spear. He has a power disc. He has the net that cubes people and slices through them. He is that the has... same net he wears? Yes. Really? His, his tactical fishnets, yes. 
They just don't show the scene because, like they, they said, they have weird editing. That's how he uses it. He grabs his leg. He throws it off. He throws <laughs> his like fishnet. I thought it was like a little gun projector thing. It is. I'm just trying to make a bit. How funny would it be if he actually threw fishnets at people and they just like regrew when he like like reloaded on his leg? He's like, Whoosh. yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Fishnet activated. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh! Oh, if I ever make a movie, I'm putting that in it. <laughs> but but the there was a while we're on circling around Gary Busey's performance here. Mm-hmm. There's literally a line in there when he's in the base with Danny Glover and yes. like <laughs> explaining to him like, "Let me explain to you everything about the Predator right here in this scene." And Danny Glover asks like all the right questions for him to go to the next line, but. At one point, Gary Busey says, you know, I've been spending my whole life for this, or this is the culmination of my whole life, or whatever. This is my life's work. And if it was Schwarzenegger saying that as Dutch, it would have made so much sense. But when Gary Busey said it, I'm like, why? (laughs) No, he's been tracking him for a long time. (laughs) No, they say that. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I mean, at least for seven years. At least. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> 10 years, however, whatever it is. You're like, what? Why? It's just, it's so funny that they couldn't, because everyone from the other movie, except for Schwarzenegger and the, I'm sorry, I don't know what her name is. Yep, the survivors. They're the only people who survived. But, I mean, and then, like, the only other person you see, I guess, is the people on the helicopter, on the choppa, <laughs> who picked Schwarzenegger up, and they're not really, they're there for, like, 30 seconds at the end of the movie. Yeah. So it's not like you could... Maybe Gary Busey was one of those guys. I don't know. <laughs> but you could have at least told us? Well, maybe that was the, the rewrite thing that never happened yeah. with Arnold Schwarzenegger. But. Right. It's just... It was strange. You just He just... You didn't know what the motivations were. Yeah, like the, absolutely. The motivations made more sense when it seemed like he was like a federal agent of some kind. But when they're like, he's not DEA at all. It's like, well, then what the heck is he? Yeah, they don't. They never explain it because that was the thing: is that Dutch's crew was supposed to be some kind well, of military, like, military, but special they forces. were a mercenary group, though, right? Actually, so I mean that makes sense now. You know, see, see, there's a lot of things that when I read the thing about that was supposed to be Dutch, it was like, oh, <laughs> this makes so much more sense now, because the big reveal was like, oh, they're not DEA at all, and it's like, okay, well, yeah. what is he then? He's because X Files, right? And <laughs> but even with the X Files, he was still an FBI agent, so he was still a federal agency, so he still had jurisdiction over the LAPD. Yeah, that's true. So it's like, well, what is he then, and why does he care? So uh, it's it. They should have. They didn't. We can't get Schwarzenegger. Should we rewrite it? No. Minimal rewrite. Rewrite. Yeah. Just, yeah <laughs> just, we'll just leave it. It's fine. Yeah, they weren't thinking too hard about it because we praised the first one for this. And when they when people do it right, it's good. It's the whole show don't tell, you know, don't take time doing a whole bunch of info dump. And this movie could have used a little bit more of it. Not in that scene because that's where they get all of it out. It's like, okay, here's all the info we know all at once. We know this. He has this weapons. He's been here this long. This is what we need to do to beat him. And here comes the third act. Get ready to go. <laughs> here we go. But up. we had the whole crime wave and the, the the first two acts of the movie, all those conflicts that's just sort of no backstory. It's just this is happening because of these people and this is why. Like, it was yeah. the logical progression for yeah. the city of Los Angeles. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, if you're going to make Gary Busey the person that's most knowledgeable tracking him down, then yeah, he's going to have some more intel, but they needed a little bit more explaining in, yeah. in different parts to balance it out. And, you know, the drug war in Los Angeles is between the Colombian cartels which kind of makes sense. Yep. But also the Jamaicans who are right off the coast of Los Angeles. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> no, it doesn't make any sense at all. It's like, couldn't we have done the Yakuza or something that seems like it's a West Coast gang? Uh, apparently, uh, the Jamaican gang was a real thing yes. in New York. In New in York? <laughs> We're not in New York. That makes no. sense. It's New York. The Atlantic's right over there. Some time had passed. They expanded, oh, man. It is the future. Gone. Maybe that's what they were predicting. They went by exactly coastal. Exactly right. They went. They were in Kansas City, and now <laughs> they were moving on. I think they were called the Jamaican Kings too. So, like yeah. LA Kings, that would make Could sense. And King Willie. King Willie. Yeah. Okay. I Ooh. think they made them Jamaican solely for the purpose of costume design, because we don't get to spend too much time with any of the crime lords. But the short time mm. we do spend with them is awesome, because these dudes look amazing. Yeah. They are. They they have so much gold on them. 
As just Dude, they had gold pants. They they dressed up to go beat up people. <laughs> what does that guy look like on a fancy night out on the town? Like that's his that's his torture outfit. <laughs> wow, <laughs> gold pants to torture people. I want to hang out with you at the club. Yeah, that gold Cadillac with the zebra <laughs> fabric in it. I want to add that to my build a garage. Yeah, you want to add that to your yeah. garage. That was <laughs> Does it come with the lights and smoke from inside yes. too? The lights for sure. I don't know about the smoke unless it's fog machine smoke. There which was a actually, lot of fog machine smoke. Which it actually probably was. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe that's what was on the Predator ship. There you go. Fog machine smoke. No. Yeah. Oh. Now, I, two of the performances I want to kind of want to lump together yeah, are yeah. Uh, Ruben Blades and Mary Kachita Alonzo because they were just kind of there. <laughs> Generic cops. Yeah. Yeah. Cop partner Wait, number one the, and cop partner the, number two. Was the first one was the guy that got killed at the crime scene? Danny, yeah. Danny Archuleta. With I, my hat. I didn't really get why Riggs, not Riggs, Murtaugh, <laughs> <laughs> why, why Murtaugh and that it's guy were Murtaugh. so close. They were, they were, they, I know they didn't, they didn't establish anything. I mean, other. that was the whole reason he had to go get the Predator was because yeah. for Danny. There was one line oh, where. I didn't know y'all were friends. Yeah, there was one went line. To a barbecue or anything. <laughs> there, was a, there was one line where Maria Kachita Alonso said like, I love Danny too, you know. But you don't have to go all, you know, it's like, did you? It's like, okay. It's one of those assumed things that we're just supposed to understand. Yeah. He's, he's been in the game so long, apparently his partner's been right there with him the whole way. Yeah. But like as a justification, that's that's an easy button to push. Be like, oh, he's going after vengeance for his partner. It's like, we get it, Danny. You can do it. Yeah. I mean, Mike. I mean, Danny. Wait, your partner's Danny, but your real name is Danny. This is so confusing. Call him Murtaugh. <laughs> You're supposed to be Patrick Swayze. Um <laughs> And then we get a younger Bill Paxton. Yeah. And the game's not over for him, <laughs> apparently. They did, did a couple shots that made it look like you would say that again, though. He's wearing zoot suits. <laughs> and back a bottle of beer. <laughs> and he's, he's, he's sort of the player cop. He's the Lone Ranger. He's the Maverick. Kind of the rookie, but not really because he got transferred to he be Danny's partner. Yeah. Who, who transfers to a war zone? That's what Dan, that's what, I mean, <laughs> that's what to call him Murtaugh, right? I've been calling him Murtaugh the whole yeah, time. That's Because yeah. I don't remember the character's name. Yeah. It's that forgettable. <laughs> that's what That's what he said to him. He's yeah. like, why would you transfer to this unless you're looking for whatever? Because I'm Bill Paxton and I'm a crazy wild card. <laughs> I don't buy it. I, you I, didn't I, buy Bill Paxton I in didn't. this, did you? His face is too sweet. Like, I, I can't buy him as the smarmy, like... The play it. Yeah. It's the playa with the A. Yeah, I playa. mean, it, it, I can, it, he makes it work, but that's not my immediate assumption. I thought about he Bill did Paxton. a great job. There you go. The problem that I have is that <laughs> I was reading, it says his role is often of comic relief. He didn't do anything funny. He had all the, what are you talking about? He had all the best misogynistic lines. That he's talking <laughs> totally. about, he was doing the golf thing. <laughs> He's like, hey, I'm a 90s guy. I say what I want. Wasn't he the one? Didn't he get his, his, his junk he? grabbed by the broad? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's, that was funny. After making I the moves. Yes. <laughs> I mean, in a sad kind of I'm disgusted way. His junk grabbed by the broad. Write your letters to <laughs> that guy, Brad. That's at, uh, that's okay. See the one that had his privates grabbed by the respectable young lady. <laughs> I did like the bit where Bill Paxton saw himself getting arrested on TV, and he's like, oh, I look good. I look good. <laughs> okay, yeah, that was funny. <laughs> this is like the Wednesday all over again. Oh, okay. Yeah, I guess that was funny. Just wasn't, it wasn't Jar Jar Binks funny. <laughs> <laughs> That's your bar, isn't it? I don't know. Well, I, don't know. I figured out what's bugging me and keeping me from buying in on Bill Paxton what? for this. He essentially plays the same character, but dumber and goofier in True Lies as the used car salesman. Yeah, okay. Where he's what a spy wet himself. I know. <laughs> it's real small, man. Um, <laughs> it's the same character where he's schmarmy, but he actually can't pull it off because he's a dweeb in real life, like in True Lies. So that's what I kept thinking for this. And that, that maybe tainted my, my perception of Bill Paxton. We had this running theory through this whole movie. That the Predator's actually Batman, and it's from a lot of the scenes that happen in here. He tends to make his entrance like Batman. The, the first the first time we see him in action is against the Colombian drug lords yes. when they're like rearming themselves. 
and he come he comes through the crashing through the skylight just like Batman. And he has like grappling hook rope repel yeah. kit that he can just string people up. He has a battering. Granted, I don't think Batman's ever skinned anybody alive, so yeah. there's a little bit of a difference. But he does have the Predator does have very Batman tactics. I bet you there's an all world comic somewhere where Batman did that. He actually did do that. Yeah, they did it. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. Batman fought Predator. Oh well, yeah. Dark Horse Comics. That's awesome. I, get, I even have them in prestige format. Do you remember who won, or was oh, it like a stalemate? Honor- it was Batman. <laughs> Batman never loses. In fact, at the end of that comic book series, it was uh, he, uh, uh, the Predator, like uh, commits a commits a, a harikari kind of at the end of it in front of all the other Predators because he had been Seppuku? beaten. Seppuku. Seppuku. <laughs> Sudoku, yes. Sudoku. Sudoku, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He uh, stabs himself at the end because Batman beat him and he had no other choice. At okay. The, at the end, he starts, he looks at Batman and he's like, okay, um, is this a three here? Or should this three or a uh, four? <laughs> I've solved the puzzle, Stan. <laughs> I'll have to check out that comic, though. That sounds awesome. Yeah. Uh, but there are so many similarities. He has a battering. Yeah, he's a battering. He likes hiding in the shadows and the fog. He's good on rooftops, <laughs> even though he's scared of falling on rooftops, but he's okay jumping down elevator, elevator shafts. Weird. Uh, yeah, that that was a very um, Aquaman moment, wasn't it? <laughs> they don't, I mean, we have loose justification for about 90% of this movie. Because so. he was like, he's, hang, he's, he's hanging off that ledge in the middle act, I guess this is. He's hanging off that ledge. And Murtaugh <laughs> is is there, and he like is like, oh well. He looks down. And he's like, I guess I'm gonna die, so I'm gonna do my auto destruct thing over here that you right. saw from the first movie. I'm, I'm hanging off of an eight eight story building, and then just like a couple scenes later, he just jumps down an elevator shaft. <laughs> so I I guess because he went down a few levels, maybe that's the thing. Maybe like he can only handle like. Five stories? Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, his ship was at the bottom? Oh, maybe there's like a, a ship catching gravity field. I mean, that, oh. that foam door from the middle <laughs> scene from the Jamaican's apartment was down there? <laughs> he Kool-Aid man through. The, like, apparently. When he exited out of the back. Oh, hold on. Hold on. No. Let's let before the Kool-Aid man thing. Can we get to what I found to be the most ridiculous part of the whole movie? Please. We're going to do first aid with drywall. <laughs> We're going to punch the wall, yeah. light it on fire, right? put some schmutz on there. Yeah, you put the you put the uh, the filling and you, and from you, a, you from put a that blue on your, glow stick. On your nub. You put it on there, and then you make the meth from Breaking Bad. That's it. It looked, <laughs> looked just like the blue meth from Breaking Bad. Blue and pure, yeah. Listen, if I get my arm chopped off, I'm not making meth next. Yeah. It's the quickest way to make yourself feel better. All you got to do is finish it off with the Pulp Fiction needle through the sternum. Yeah, that's what you Needle through the sternum. Try not to kill mm. the old lady and her husband, yeah. Herb, that are worried about you in the bathroom. Herb? Herb, someone's in the bathroom, Herb. You want some candy? Herb. <laughs> I, I, sorry, we're going bit for bit in here, yeah, but the Predator, they made it a point in the first movie that he learns language. Yeah. Like he throws it back in Dutch's face and he laughs like Billy and you're like, oh, creepy. But this movie, it seems like they made him like an alien parrot and he just learns <laughs> like the bad words that your parents don't want you to repeat, you know? Mm-hmm. He picks up on all that. He's like, you want some candy? <laughs> <laughs> you ugly son of a gun. <laughs> I like the way the wings flap when you walk. I made those birds fly and scare you, Danny. <laughs> it is a little cheesy the lines they give him. They are like they are action movie bits for the nineties, like it is so stereotypical, but and like three fourths of the way through the movie, he's afraid of birds. <laughs> I know that's gonna come up now. Okay. Yeah, not much gets not much makes Danny Glover hesitate unless but, it's feathered and flying. <laughs> I hate pigeons. Why did it have to be pigeons? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Indiana Jones has snakes. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Murtaugh has birds. It's all making sense now. I love that you can't. You don't know his name, do you? <laughs> no. It's Murtaugh. No, it is Mike. Yeah, it's but Mike. Mike is so plain. Mike Harrigan doesn't look yeah. like a Mike Harrigan. That's because it's supposed to be Patrick Swayze, apparently. It could be that he's Irish and he's related to Morgan Freeman from Shawshank Redemption. I don't know. No. <laughs> Maybe. So what about the action set pieces? This is an action movie. We have aliens versus man. There are a couple scenes. We mentioned the subway scene is a is yeah, a, is like a showdown. 
Uh, one of the most memorable for me is there's a showdown in the the meat packing plant in the freezer with all. Hold the, the hold on, wait, wait. The subway scene. What was the part? Where did he get the golf ball from? <laughs> yeah, we all saw that and said, "Where did the golf ball come from?" I have no idea. <laughs> I don't know where the golf ball. It was Bill Paxton's character. I mean, He's left by himself. Mary Conchita decides she's gonna like get everybody get everyone out, which sometimes it seemed like she was doing. What did you say? The Bill <laughs> the, the Costanza, the Costanza she getting was, out uh, before everybody. Yeah, it was just it out of my way. I don't know. I don't know if the way she was acting it or what, but it didn't seem like she was trying to like get everyone out first. Yeah. Yeah. She was <laughs> she actually like going for the them. breaks. Yeah. <laughs> but, but then she was going for the breaks. <laughs> but Bill Paxton's character stayed behind to yeah. fight him. And then at, at one point he runs out of ammo. He, and he, he empties the magazine, right? Yeah. And then he's got a golf ball for He pulls reason? out a golf ball. <laughs> I thought for sure that that was from some other thing earlier that I just, you know, I was eating a Twizzler or something. I, th- I think there's one scene where they're like sitting at the desk in the office and he makes some remark about missing a tea time or something. Like he, he makes a oh. golf joke like once, but it doesn't justify that he's going to have a golf ball on him. Like, I mean, he pulls it. You know, that's not going to work against the Predator. I mean, I get that it's a rule that you have to empty and use all your bullets on the Predator. That's been established since the first movie. And you throw your gun when you run out of bullets. That's action movie 101 as well. But a golf ball? Where <laughs> Super, does that come from? Superman 101. <laughs> but then he he grabs a knife and is like, come at me, bro. That's it. And then... It's like a machete. Yeah. And it was from the E Street Band. It was on the... <laughs> no, no. The, the gang subway. that was attacking the dude. <laughs> yeah, the <laughs> it was, it was the E Street Band. That's right. <laughs> the fan <Sand> gang. <laughs> <laughs> they look like the Easter fan. One of them looked like an evil Robin Williams too. That's true. Yes, yeah. yes, very evil Robin Williams. Evil fight. pirate Robin Williams. <laughs> and then everybody on that subway has a gun. <laughs> everybody. Like there's a the Mexican standoff, and it's just like, oh, we all get to pull out it the guns. Like all now. the same gun too. It was which so is kind weird. Of all like revolvers, yeah. They're that, all silver revolvers. That businessman and the, the old grandma lady, and then like Steve from row three. It's all like, <laughs> oh yeah, here's my personal carry. <laughs> oh my gosh! But we get that scene too, where we learn another predator won't kill thing. He wouldn't kill the kid because the gun was fake, and he could tell the gun was fake. <laughs> the kid in the cemetery. It's been too long since I've seen this movie because there was a hot second where I was like, wait, does he kill a kid? Does he kill a child? <laughs> and then, they well, almost killed the dog. I wouldn't put it past him. Well, yeah. I mean, and this was originally supposed to be NC-17 before yep. they edited it. So the, yeah, they, I did, yeah, I did read that it was originally given an NC-17 rating. Maybe they did kill the kid. Maybe. <laughs> that was in the first take, and they were like, maybe we should kill <laughs> We can show ribs coming out of yeah, chest. Yeah. We can stab a whole bunch of people <laughs> we with show, knives that are way too but not, We can show but, a totally nude woman kids. for a long time. We can show a guy getting sacrificed to the <laughs> voodoo gods. What do you need cut out? Well, you could cut out the kill and the kid part. Let's oh, okay. Kid. okay. What about done. a three-minute scene of a detective climbing a <laughs> column in a penthouse? <laughs> no, leave that in. That is <laughs> gripping. That is that is a piece de resistance. <laughs> uh, but, High art right there. But she goes back to see what was going on with Bill Paxton's character. And, of course, the door opens and there rolls out his bloody golf ball. That's what the golf ball was for. Just that scene. Just that. Apparently. So she knew he was there. Something to leave behind that is. I guess. Because before it was the necklace for the guy. Yep. And he was the actual Danny in the movie. (laughs) But he goes to kill her. And then he like... I detect a second heartbeat. Dun, dun, dun. And then, like, looks in, and she's like, oh, she's pregnant. And it's like, okay, who, I'll leave who, you here. Who even knew she was married and or had a boyfriend? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'm like, whose is it? The Predators. <laughs> the Predators. <laughs> oh, my child did take. I will spare you. <laughs> now I must go find Donald Glover. <laughs> so, I mean, so I guess he's just got a, a really highly evolved sense of morality. It is the predator. Like, there is a code a there code that exists. That yeah. There's a predator code, it seems. Even he, if you're armed and you're pregnant? Yes. He won't Be- kill you? I, there's, there's some cutoff of innocence for him. Because the, the little boy technically had a weapon. Yeah. But he realized it was a non-threatening weapon. Yep. Because it's still registered. But he was like, nah, I can that weapon won't do much to me. Mm-hmm. So. And then we see him pray how when she's captured by the... Uh, trappers? The trappers. She's not a threat. So he doesn't do anything. It's weird. And that's how she knows he's not going to go after us here because we're trapped. Yeah. 
And that's something they never really explain, but that's an example of not explaining it, but still sort of having it come across. Because, like, the ending is a, almost a total cop-out unless you buy into the Predators having that honor system. Because Danny Glover takes out the Predator. But he's on the ship, and more Predators show up ready to take him away. But they're like, oh, you have bested one of us. According to our honor code, we're going to give you this gun and leave. It's like, they don't explain that that's how it is, but it makes sense. Yeah. Listen, I and I take issue with, with the gun, the gift. Yeah. All the awesome, cool <laughs> weapons that you have, and you're giving me the old piece of crap aquabus that you pulled off of a French lowlife in 1700? Yeah. No, that's lame. He, they, he needs to walk away with, like, the power disc or <laughs> the retractal spear. Well, or, they kind of retconned it because we see it in Prey, so maybe he's like, oh, hey, this is one of your species. Have it back. Have it back? What? No, give him like I thought that I I'm with my I was a cop out. That was the lamest thing ever. <laughs> really? What the heck am I gonna do with this? I want the spear. That's true. I want the yeah, the disc thing. He had the disc. It was in his hand still glowing and he just he, dropped had, his, it. he had it on his belt around his back. Yeah. Which by the way, is that I mean if that thing's as sharp as it's supposed to be, how practical is it just carry it in your armpit <laughs> like that? You know what? Yeah, you're right about him. Like I'm like, eh, you know, action movie star kinda mediocre. Mm -hmm. But you're right. It is actually a less than mediocre when I think of when when he dropped that thing and he's surrounded by them. Yeah. And he's supposed to de deliver the line. All right, who's next? Who's ne yeah, the, who's next? The way he said it, he was like, "All right, who's next?" I mean, he just sounded like uh, <laughs> it yeah. wasn't like it, it. He didn't sell it to me. Yes, he didn't sell it as like with the confidence of like, "Yeah, I'm tired, but all right, I know I'm gonna die here, but I'm gonna go out hard." So, all right. But he said it like... Uh, Tired, beat down Murtaugh. Yeah, like Murtaugh. But if we're really buying into the Predators assess threats well, that fits into why they actually just didn't take him down. He drops the weapon. Yeah. And the way he speaks, you can tell he's physically and mentally defeated. I know. That's super justification, but that is the he didn't <laughs> he didn't seem well, he did seem smart enough suddenly to figure it out when he was like sitting there in the uh control room watching stuff and just started making crazy leaps of like <laughs> he, like he went from like not knowing anything, sitting there like wide-eyed looking at Gary Busey and he's like why he's right behind you? He's like, why this? And Gary Busey's like, because this. And he's like, oh, <laughs> why this? And Gary Busey's like, because this. Ooh. Oh. And then like a, a minute later, he's like, I know absolutely everything that's happening right he now. He can see the lights. <laughs> yeah, he can see the lights. <laughs> How would you know that? Exactly. You don't. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'm going to go get all my guns <laughs> and save them. Hey. Or whatever. Murta Mike Danny has been doing this for a long, long time. <laughs> he knows his business. He's too old for this business, but too that doesn't mean he no, doesn't know it. Oh, my gosh. I can see why, like, because Swayze didn't really do any roles like this. These yep. kind of action roles. So mm -hmm. I can see he probably didn't take it because it's not his cup of tea. I believe it. His bag. <laughs> um, but there's so many other people who could have done a deal. <laughs> Nah, my my boy Danny's out of place, but I kind of like it. It adds a little <laughs> charm to it. You need to put like a Lou Gossett Jr. in there or something. Ooh, that'd be fun. Lorenzo Lamas? <laughs> With an F-16? Yeah. <laughs> Best of Gossett Jr., Iron Eagle. Yes. <laughs> oh, man. So what was the scene you, you liked as far as uh, action scenes? Uh, What's your favorite action scene, Mikey? It's the showdown in the meatpacking plant. Yeah. That's the one like I remember from the first time watching it. Mm -hmm. You can see all the CGI in it now, but it doesn't detract from it because you get to see the power disc like slice cow and people in half. You get to see those uh, shoulder rocket launch. You get to see him use his double spear. Like, it, the whole arsenal comes out, and you get to see the Predator pretty much in full lighting. Mm -hmm. In the rain, like a cool anime, like all those 90s goth movies, like, oh, yeah, the fight has to happen in the rain, yeah. you know? Well, somebody sprinkler system. Sprinkles. Uh, somebody has to go down to one knee, you know? Like, yeah. all, all those things have to happen, and this th that set piece has all of it. I got a lot of Stranger Things vibes from that whole thing. Or, For sure. I mean, technically, See, I don't. Homage. I didn't get that at all. Homage. Well, it was the. Uh, it, it's basically the way it was shot with the guys in suits and the lights. It was a lot like when they went into the Upside Down. 
with the military guys and stuff. And like the floating ash. And the floating ash things. And then it was the uh, the guys back in the control room talking to him. It was very, I could see where the Duffer brothers saw this because they love Predator 1. Sure. We've established because that's where they got Hawkins, Hawkins. from. That's where they got Hopper from. They got a lot of stuff from Predator 1. So they must have seen Predator 2 as well. And, One would think. And I got to say, like some of the cinematography in this, the, the way a lot of it is shot, Real interesting. There was that whole scene where walking where he was walking down the alley and stuff, and just the way yeah, yeah. It was, everything was shot, and there was a really good, cool crane shot. It Absolutely. was really well done. Yeah, and it makes sense why they eventually led it to be Alien versus Predator. I mean, we get the cool Easter egg of seeing the xenomorph skull mm-hmm. at the end bit there in the ship, but the whole cinematography of the meatpacking fight. It looks like it's on an alien, xenomorph alien ship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks like a sci-fi movie. So if they were doing that vibes that early, I can see why they tied it in, but looks cool here. Yeah, there was like, what, three human skulls in there? And he like knew which one was his his (laughs) new partner, it seemed. Well, he did see... Yeah, he saw uh, uh, he saw Paxton got uh, still had the spine attached, so he knew. Oh, spine is Paxton. I got that part. Yes. I guess so. Process of elimination. One of these is Danny. It's one kinda, of these, yeah. One of those right there. It's kind of Danny shaped. Poor York. <laughs> I knew him well. I mean, poor Danny. I knew you well. <laughs> to bleed green or not bleed green? I think uh, one of. I don't know if you can call it an action sequence, but I thought it was very clever yes. with uh, King Willie with his death. <laughs> you know, he talking about all oh, when death come, when the devil gun come for ya. Be, be prepared, prepare yourself. And the predator approaches him, and he pulls out the dagger, and he strikes his war face, and it pans out from his <laughs> war face, and it's a severed head. Severed. Oh head. yeah, that was that, that was, was a, again. It was more the implication of the action. Yeah, I thought that was a, a very fun, clever little thing because for a split second there. You're like, yeah, it's his war face. He's gonna, this is gonna be epic, and then it's over. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's kind of all implied. He should have seen it coming too. He was throwing the bones and reading the fortunes. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm gonna get some of those. And I'm gonna throw those out in a business meeting and be like, <laughs> but if they take such, I mean, that's a throwaway character. He's like, he's important to the plot for three minutes maybe. But they made him so cool and charismatic. Even though it seemed like your your favorite fun uncle, like from community theater, is all dressed up. And he's like, I'm a warlord. But. Uh, just so extravagant. I loved it. The one thing I would say, he's Jamaican, but he's wearing an African chest plate? Yeah, it's a little what? bit of a mixed theme there. With an iron cross on it? What? Well, I don't know. He's covering all the spiritual bases yeah. just to get that extra voodoo very, power. Very strange. All the extra voodoo power. Who do you do? Remind me of the babe. <laughs> Thanks, David Bowie. <laughs> Did one of you guys say you came across that those were actual Jamaican gangsters? No, there was a uh, yeah. They were based on oh, based on based on. I Jamaican felt like the guys where they found actual no. Jamaican gangsters. <laughs> no, I was gonna call Scotty out on his other fun fact, which I believe, but it's so silly what? that it could really go either way. The predators at the end that we're talking the about the hunting party. Yes, oh, yeah. the hunting party. Because well, you tell it, Scotty. You brought so, it to me. As as the story goes, Danny Clever was a big season ticket holder with the LA Lakers. Okay. And was a huge LA Lakers fan and the nineteen ninety seven Lakers? Wait, hung no, out <laughs> hung out with all the Lakers and that's all the the hunting party are <laughs> yeah. LA Laker players oh, from nineteen ninety. So. They're tall enough. And Danny Glover got them to all come on set and the only thing that speaks against that is the weirdest clip that Kevin found. <laughs> I, which I say no, it validates it because NBA players, what do they do in their off time? They're, they go to clubs. They're fit, they're athletic, they have rhythm, but this is so weird. And the video you're referring to, again, this isn't an audio medium, so Manny will have to post it to the <laughs> yeah. Instagram. But yeah, there's like a like a jazzercise workout dance video. It seems like the perfect thing they film for the the blooper the, reel. The blooper reel bonus features of a DVD, but I don't think we had DVDs yet. I want to see who's on the Lakers then. This is the 8990 roster. Look up the cast. I guess I would look uh so we got Steve Bucknell, Michael Cooper, Vlade Divac. I've heard of him, I think. Larry Drew, AC Green, Mike Higgins. Magic Johnson. Yeah, yeah. Who's that? Mel McCants, Mark McNamara, Juan Oldham, Byron Scott, Michael Thompson, Jay Vincent, 
Orlando Woolridge. A.K.A. Predator 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, and 12. James Worthy. James Worthy and Magic Johnson are the only names I recognize. What about you? Uh, No, I definitely recognize several of those guys. Okay. But we need to go back and watch the credits again <laughs> and see if they show up in the credits of the movie. Because I don't That's think true. they'd be on IMDb. We'll let our positrons do that. <laughs> if you recognize the Laker, let us know. If you were a Laker from the 90s and can verify <laughs> it was you in one of those seats. Also true. Hit us up. And it, please just... Let us talk to you and ask you why that dance scene happened. Because that's the bonus feature we're talking. But the bonus scene we're talking about is they had a dance party on the Predator ship between the hunting party and Danny Glover for no reason. It's awesome. It's very '90s, but thank you, YouTube. Out of place. What was what was your favorite action scene, action hit from from the movie? The the scene from the the jump the with the battle, even though the Predator wasn't in it. Yeah, that, that was kind of intense. That's it. In <laughs> You could so tell that this was like Mikey kept going. I think this is filmed on a back lot. I think this is filmed on a back lot. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, it's totally filmed. Like everything was like a street, a street, a street. You know, one alleyway. You know, one alleyway, one room. Well, I I did read a thing on one of the websites I was looking at that. I mean, those were like actual back alleys. Okay. Uh, those were actual L.A back alleys and that wasn't set dressing that was actual garbage <laughs> uh that and there was like rats that were running along and there was a, one of the grips was like we're we're rigging stuff up and there's actually fighting rats off of the equipment it was one of the worst places to shoot that they'd ever shot that i believe but then you have like what seems like back lot shots because there's like cars from eight different eras and half of them are red for whatever reason. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> a lot of red cars in yeah. the background. It's like, bring us all the background automobiles we have. <laughs> We're out of budget and we have three <laughs> days left to finish this movie. Uh, yeah, but ultimately my favorite scene was the one in the subway, as I had said. There you go. They're yeah. just blinky Stro and stroby and what's going on? I don't know what's happening. Very stylistic. Yeah, other than this strange golf ball thing. <laughs> Well, that's favorite action scene, but I'm gonna be, I'm gonna put a head on it. What is your opinion of overall? I think we should do our pizza ratings. Is it time for the pizza ratings? Pizza is here. The pizza is here, and it's time for our pizza ratings. So that means that of eight slices of pizza, eight being the best, one being the worst, or none if you're really that bad. Add or subtract toppings uh, if you want to goose it a little. So the the most fluid system. <laughs> Of rating ever in all of fandom. Make it do what you we, want. We need to start tracking this stuff. All yeah. right. As the guest, I will go first. I please. would like to start oh, it off. Yeah, please. As you know, I am uh, apt to like things. I want to like things. <laughs> really? Why we're all friends. Yes. Uh, because I like to consider myself the original Positron and keep it all positive. I'm going to give it eight slices. All this right. is an eight slice movie. I love it. However... It is cheese, and it is dropped down the stairs on the way to my apartment. Pizza. <laughs> <laughs> it fell down the elevator shaft. It's you eight back. slices, but like the toppings are all stuck to the top, and it slid over. It's it's the pizza that got dropped, <laughs> rolled down the stairs, landed on the bottom. I don't I mean, know if that's you're the not, worst word. You're not not going to eat it. You're going to eat it. And I'll eat all eight slices of Predator 2. But it's a toss-up on whether you tell your friends about it. Right. Absolutely. So it's eight slices. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's the craziest down the rating stairs ever. Pizza box. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love everything about it. Slices. <laughs> and that's how I feel about Predator 2. I like it. Oh, my gosh. Um, what about you, Mikey? Wow. <laughs> That beats that trumps the ice cream sandwich one. Yes, good job, Scotty. That trumps the ice cream sandwich one. That's the whole point or, of the pizza or rating. Mikey went rogue with an ice cream sandwich. But ice cream sandwiches on the pizza one time. But that's so reflective. I know how Scotty feels about that movie now. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's true. One hundred percent. But good luck, Rotten Tomatoes, figuring that one out. <laughs> okay, so if I were an actual professional movie critic that still had to use this arbitrary pizza rating system. I would probably say this movie is like a four slicer at best, just in general terms of craft and time spent making it. <laughs> just nostalgia on its own? Does it, <laughs> doesn't rate it any higher than a four? It does. That's what I'm getting to. So I am biased. I do. I, I love this movie. This is the first Predator movie I saw. So when I think of Predator, the scenes that come into my brain are from this movie. So there are definitely nostalgia slices in there. 
Um, the biggest difference I noticed, and I think this is more just how movies are now, or maybe it's my attention span, but this movie is a whole lot slower than I remember it being. <laughs> Especially when you're looking for that <laughs> stupid harpoon or whatever. That, thing that was. evidence, man, it takes so <laughs> long to find. It didn't bother me until Kevin pointed it out, though. I'll be honest. <laughs> yeah, and I, I didn't notice it till right now. And then, like, once it got to the halfway point and it picks up steam, like, that's the movie I remember. I really don't remember the first half of this movie because it is kind of forgettable. But it has such a vibe. It is futuristic yeah. L.A., but it looks like it just looks like L.A. Because uh, different... we, we're in the future. Yes. It's, it's very much of its time. Absolutely. It is a, it is a 90s time capsule. Um, the first one was all about, like, guerrilla fighters in the jungle. You didn't really have any context for them. The same still applies here. I know there were crime lords and drug syndicates. Don't know anything about them except one was called King Willie. But they look so cool, and for the couple seconds they were alive, they, they served their purpose well. So I love this movie. I would watch it again. I know it has its flaws. They don't really sink in too much for me. So this is this is a pure eight-slicer. But mm. no toppings. This is just, it's plain every time. Jeez, I know what I'm huh? going to get. It's reliable. I probably feel bad that I ate the whole pizza in one sitting, but I'm not going to drop it down the stairs. I have a little bit more respect for it than that. <laughs> <laughs> Show some respect. I wish I, I wish I could remember what I gave Predator. I don't remember. We don't track any of this stuff. <laughs> We're going to start tracking it. We need to. In general, Prey was your highest. Predator was good and okay, better yeah. than you remembered it. So I have to say, this movie is dumb, <laughs> but it's not bad. It's a lot of fun, sure. <laughs> it's To me, it's kind of like a, like it's a roller coaster that you used to like a lot when you were a kid. Mm-hmm. That you like go back to like years later, that park. Oh my God, that park. Oh, this roller coaster is still there. Yes. And you go on the roller coaster and you're like, oh, <laughs> it was still fun. But now my back what, hurts but, a little yeah. bit. It's really scary. <laughs> but, yeah. So there's a lot of great stuff in here. And again, I hadn't seen it in so long that there's a lot of parts of it I was like, I don't remember this part. Yep. Uh, and, and some stuff I remembered a little differently. And I think I might have been mixing all the Predator movies in my head because <laughs> there are beats. There's yes. like there's like always him fixing, the Predator fixing himself. There's always a first aid you know, scene, right? There's these things that they repeat, which are fun. And if you hadn't seen, this is like you, you had to have seen Predator 1. Yes. To, for this movie to do anything for you. <laughs> and, but... You don't have to have seen Predator 1 for this movie to make sense. For sure, for sure, for sure, for I sure. I mean, for Mikey's the, the living case of that because you saw this one first. Right. And and I agree with that. I agree with that fully. Um, and especially since they did the weirdness of not having anybody in this thing. <laughs> it is standalone. <laughs> so it does indeed stand alone. But longer story longer. <laughs> yeah. I don't feel like I want to give it a full eight, but it's not that bad. <laughs> no pressure, uh, though. So, no, I'm I'm not going to give it a full eight. No way. Um, <laughs> but I don't want to take off that many slices. Like, I don't really want to take a slice off for the weird clothing choice when it's hot because it's hilarious to me. <laughs> I, I'm keeping that slice there. You'll never not watch slice. it the same way again. So I think I'm only going to take, like, one slice off. I like it. Just for not being the best. But what toppings are you um, putting on it, though? That's I, key. No, I don't think... I think it's just... I think I'm doing seven slices, and I think it's just pizza. <laughs> no glow stick uh, topping sauce. No, I think it's just... <laughs> Predator blood. It's You know what? This is like seven slice. <laughs> there's no... And I'm glad there's no defamation in this country. <laughs> I'm glad there's no defamation. This is... this is There isn't yet, but... No, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna I'm gonna be vague. This is seven slice buffet pizza. <laughs> this is a cheese buffet, uh, buffet seven pizza. slicer. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Has it been out there for five minutes? Yeah. Has it been out there yeah. for thirty minutes? You know, it's 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 depending <laughs> depending on when you get it. Yes, it could be really good or not so sure. So this is seven slice buffet pizza. I know exactly toppings what don't you mean. even matter. I love it. Because it's seven slice buffet we pizza. We've got to go back and compile the <laughs> list. Of. Maybe we'll do that for episode 300. I think my next one, just on principle, I'm going to give it two slices, but like a thousand toppings. Be like, how does that work out? Like, figure it out. 
<laughs> it's gonna have sprinkles. <laughs> it's gonna have anchovies. Yeah. No, I have I have too many memories of this movie to really hate on it yeah. too much. I recognize that it is a little rough around its pointy edges. Yeah. But uh, it's part of the charm. Like a buffet pizza. <laughs> <laughs> what is on the edge of this pizza? <laughs> so you, <laughs> you guys know what? <laughs> uh, you guys know what we think. We want to know what you think. Please. Please hit us up on our all our social medias at AssumingPod, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Mostly Instagram because pictures are fun. You can also Gmail us, assumingpositions at gmail.com. Every single week, I look at Mikey and I say, Mikey, <laughs> how do you want them to format the Gmail? That's Gary Busey now. Yeah, damn it, Keys, I don't know. <laughs> what is an email? It's 97. <laughs> I don't think that's been invented yet. Yes, it has. Email in 97? Yes. It was email in 97. Really? It wasn't yes. very widely accepted, but I'm trying to think when I got my first thing. email. Anyway, oh, okay. <laughs> The email I would like you to send to me, oh, this is easy. Go be a nerd. Go to the uh, Google Predator Language Translator. Type in your message. Convert it to Predator code. Oh, yeah. And send it to me. And then I'll get to decode it, and hopefully it's not a bomb. <laughs> boop, 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 boop. <laughs> oh, crap. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't want any candy. If you, if you love our podcast and want to support us and support our mission to bring positivity into fandom yes and vanquish toxicity back to the dark corners where it belongs uh you can uh, buy us a coffee go to uh, buymeacoffee.com slash assuming pod yes and uh, give us a coffee there's three of us here today so you gotta buy three coffees uh, <laughs> <laughs> run one really big one uh we want to thank you positrons for listening we love you so much we also want to thank that guy brad for doing our announcing Nascot Productions for being here, providing your equipment, and Jazzar for our music. And we hope you guys have a predatory week. No, we can't say that. That doesn't (laughs) sound right at all. Yeah, have a Danny Glover week. Have an eight-slice pizza week. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, how positive. All right, there's somebody in the bathroom. Dun, dun, dun. Dun.